1: Hey
2: trap welcome trap 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 to hook a brand new MA Roasted Podcast. This is the second one this week. Also, if you want to hear more, go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter, okay, because I have another three or four this week, Uh, and ones from last week. This week, we have Walt Harris calling in. I'm putting a ton of content, tons of comedy up there, and uh, the reason I'm able to give you guys so many podcasts on this is because Rockfin is helping me out and taking care of me. So, if you want to hear more podcasts and you enjoy this, it's $10. Just uh, endorse me on that. You know, it's not one of these, uh, some of these Patreons, i see that they're like getting 50 bucks and $100 or whatever. It's just 10 bucks. And you get all of Ben Askren's stuff. You get all of uh, Nick Diaz's stuff. You get Shail Sonnen has exclusive stuff. Uh, there's actually a lot of good, really good wrestling technique videos. I know Izzy, um, the Izzy um, Israel Martinez, Martinez yeah. he has all kinds of stuff up there. And, uh, so does that. What's his name? Uh, the guy, AJ Agazarm, uh, does a lot of jujitsu videos up there. So there's a lot of stuff that you can't see anywhere else. They only put it up there. Uh, so if you're, you're training and you want to learn some stuff and learn some, I I know that I go on, uh, some of the stuff and learning some extra coaching. I know Askren puts a lot of wrestling technique videos up there. So, uh, check it out. Also. I want to talk to you guys about Nature's Oils online. A lot of people are hesitant to try hemp-derived CBD oil because they don't know where to start. There's just so many different products and brands. Hard to know which one, I mean, every time you go on Instagram now, there's a new CBD product for Facebook, and this guy's hyping it, and that guy's hyping it. Well, listen, this family-owned business provides the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, and they'll help you pick what's right for you. They have uh, every every batch is third-party lab tested for potency and purity, Results are on their website. They have hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, and full-spectrum CBD dog shoes. It's all on naturesoilsonline.com. Includes free shipping. Call them directly at 469-525-3131. Mention... Adam 10, you get 15% off your purchase. Also, speed weed. Marijuana is legal in California. Sure is. You shouldn't have to leave your house to get it, okay? They will deliver it right to you. I'm telling you, these dispensaries are a trap. I see people go in there, take a couple hits. Oh my God, there's a hot chick talking to me, yada, yada, yada. She's trying to sell me some weed. Then you leave, you get pulled over. Now you're looking at $25,000, $30,000 fine. No, your time is valuable, okay? Have it delivered right to you. With Speedweed. Follow them at Speedweed. Mention MMA Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. So, some of the fights over the weekend. Uh, I still got to talk about some of those fights. Because those were some good fights.
0: They were good fights. Kevin Lee. The ones that I saw.
2: I'm a Kevin Lee fan. I'm a Kevin Lee friend. But he's got a... What would you recommend as far as like... Okay, you're Kevin Lee's coach. You feel that he, he, he
0: just keeps fading late but it's in like, fights. Yeah, he was fighting really well. He was fighting really well um I mean it, it could just be purely a cardio issue. It could be a like the the video he put out afterwards seemed like it was kind of a a mental thing like yeah. he had he had been so ready and prepared so much that like all right, it's not working out, like I'm not just doing everything right right now and do you think know, it's switching camps or who knows? But it
2: just seems like the Ferguson fight, this fight, and then the Ayakinta fight, were three fights where it was pretty even uh, going into the third. Yeah, and then he just like, like this one especially, yeah, something,
0: but, like something in him just just stops. This one especially because up.
2: he went up for a single leg, didn't get it, and just kind of collapsed on all fours. Yeah, and got it, and it was like almost like referee's position bottom. And it was almost like uh, he lost out of exhaustion, not out of actually
0: getting, being you know, hurt. I mean, it's very possible. There was a, there was a, a littler fight last week, like a, I think it was an LFA. Same thing happened. Guy that used to be in the UFC like, shot a double, and the guy sprawled on him, and he just sat there, like motionless sat there. He wasn't getting hit, nothing, and the ref called it. Because wow. he just like wasn't doing anything. Do you
2: think your mind just quits and you say, I can't do this, or I want out of here, or
0: do you think it's just, you're just physically exhausted? I mean, both. Both. You know? For Kevin Lee, I think it's probably more of a physical exhaustion because he seems like a pretty pretty uh down to down to grind guy. Right. He right. He
2: doesn't seem like a quitter at all.
0: Um, I, I mean, and it doesn't look like he's quitting. It looks like he like he's doing the right things. They're just not on time and not as powerful as they should be, you know? So, but, but if you're his coach, are you putting him through like, all right, circuit
2: training now, uh, you know, swimming laps, maybe running 10 miles at a
0: time, something to get the cardio up? I'd say, I mean, he's super heavy, you know, and this was, this was at 72. Yeah. Like he moved up for this. Um, I think that was the right move, but there is a a thing where his body's used to training at 55 or fighting at 55. So when you add that extra 15 pounds, it, it could have just been his body like freaking out. Like what the fuck? We don't do this, this heavy. Like, like, like we're okay. usually lighter when we do like this. we
2: have a kid whose parent, a kid that we coach his parents, like a bigger kid, you know, comes from a bigger family and they, they hit me up on the email and said, we want you, you to train him three yeah. days a week, which I don't have the time to do that. So I forwarded to you. What would you have this kid doing? Um, and
0: he's a 12 year old kid. We're not going to obviously have a fight. So to, to lose weight, it's going to be a lot of like resistance. So you want to like, especially with bigger guys, you want to build the, the muscle up and that's going to start to burn the fat. So the more muscle you have, the more fat you're going to burn. So you want to be doing like ups, pull ups, sit ups, running is a big one. Get yeah. those legs working, air squats. Uh, I mean, this kid's probably climbers, about 190, like kind of 200 stuff. pounds. He's, you know, in yeah. The so any like body weight for him, you know, there's no reason he needs to be lifting weights because there's there's no weights. I mean, he's 13, 12 years old, so there's no reason he needs to be lifting weights. But he can still do pushups. He can do, you know, yeah. all the calisthenics, like all the shit we did in boot camp, where like I'd watch guys lose like. 40 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds in three months. Wow, in boot camp. Yeah, I mean, you know, a restricted diet where they're taking in, you know, three quarters of the calories that they need and just kept walking and like, you know, a couple times a day you have a 30 to an hour. Now, what's the difference between like Navy boot
2: camp and Marine, you're a Marine. Yes. So Marine boot camp versus Army boot camp versus Navy boot camp versus Air Force boot camp.
0: Uh, As far as I know, (laughs) <laughs> uh, Marine Corps boot camp is a lot more physically demanding, and it's longer than everybody else's. So it's just, like, it's it's designed to create warfighters. How, like, how many kids? It's not designed to create cr- mechanics and computer guys <laughs> and, you know, pilots. It's like, no, you're going to go to war, and you're going to fucking kill people, so you need to be in shape for it. How many guys broke during the training? In my platoon, we had, I think we started with 80 like 83 84 and we ended up with 70 is it like
2: full metal jacket guys is it like where the guy screams at the fat kid and
0: he kills himself No. (laughs) no some of them like there was one guy that uh you take a piss test right before you go in but like obviously it takes time for results to come back so we were a month in and they said this kid popped on a piss test so like he just fucking had to endure the shittiest life ever for a month for no, like no payoff at the end. Was he smoking? Weed? Oh, you mean he was, like I, before we uh, left for boot camp, he took like that last one. He popped. Well, you know, and don't, like, that's so, so like stupid. That, don't you kind of um, want
2: people like in the military on drugs? I mean, so, like,
0: <laughs> you would think, you would think especially like, I don't know. They want you at, least for, at least for us. There's like a, a old, uh, little saying that we have that, that, uh, the marines are like america's pit bull like you keep them you keep them hungry and you keep them pissed off and keep them in a cage and then every once in a while you let them off the leash now do they give and you guys like, no so, I, and it really is like that and like, i heard they gave you guys adderall so pissed off all the time
2: i heard they gave you guys adderall no,
0: no you you'd get kicked out for for that if you don't have a prescription for it like anything you don't have a prescription for you're gone but i heard that snipers to keep them up may I mean maybe like, like okay so so special forces guys, they're a different breed like they they're kind of allowed to do what they want um, but is the government giving them that or or is uh, no, but it's just not you know it's it you look the other way on some stuff now when those
2: i guys. when I was in the Middle East, there were so many guys over there that were like Blackwater, and um they were telling me that they you know were making five to ten times what they were making. Like Easy. in the military, easily. Easily. I mean, 20, 30,000 a month, some of these guys were making yeah. to go because they knew all was to protect certain people or that people. How tempting was it for you to
0: not to join that or versus not joining well, that? Well, shit. I mean, if I had the credentials to do it, I would have been there in a heartbeat as, as a 22, 23 year old guy. Um, you have to have, like, at this point, it's so saturated that you have to have combat deplo- like, multiple combat deployments. Um, usually they're only taking tier one guys, which is like Navy SEALs and But you couldn't figure and, all that out? You, you can I, hang I, with I those mean, guys. I was just, I could, I probably could have done it if I wanted to, but I was not, the, I was the like, put me in gen pop. I just, I'm going to get through. I'm going to put my head down. They're not going to know my name. Right. Which of course they did because I'm me, you know, so every fucking drill instructor knew who I was. But. Oh, wow. So you, <laughs> you, so you you were trying to slide by? I was not slide by. Like, they knew who I was within the first week because I, I told one of them off. Not really, but, like, he, he gave me a challenge, and I was like, all right, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it. Like, this is, I know what game you're trying to play, basically, and I'm not going to play the game. And they were like, all right, we know who you are. Did I ever tell you when that guy punched me in the face in the military? no.
2: I oh, know, and, and the stomach. <laughs> I never tell you that. No, oh, let me tell you this. On like a USO tour. Yeah, I did. A, you know, I was, it was a USO tour, but it was not USO. It was like one of these like you know lower tier yeah, AAA USO. And they put me with this guy who was saying, little bro, who was just this black guy from Texas, who was just end up being an asshole to me. Like I would say <laughs> things like, "Oh, I don't think Eddie Murphy movies are as good as they used to be." It's just something very basic. Who are the fuck are about, you? They, you know, I'm just like, no, I just don't think that you know, like. It,
0: it, yeah. Bowfinger, man yeah, so, That was good. So good Beverly
2: Hills Cop or, You know, some of these other ones <laughs> Trading places Yeah, and he, and no, you know, not even close Pluto Nas just came out or something it was, so it was, And he was like we, got, no, we were arguing all the time And he was doing It was when George Bush was president And he was yeah. going up there going like Fuck George Bush like, to the military Not doing his, mil- his time I'd have to cover for him So we, we, we were in Bahrain And we went, it was a massage parlor We go in there And it's nice. all like transgenders there Right. So we we walked out, but he like the only place they're allowed to be over there. But he like locked me in or something. So I was like, okay. Then I left. Then I was going back to Bahrain just to get away from this guy. And he's like, You're going back with the transgender. I'm like, Okay, fine, you got me. Ah." (laughs) So then we like we were going up Djibouti Africa. Oh yeah. And it was like they said that in the in our paperwork, our customs we were all set, but they're gonna don't give them money. Of course they tried to like shake us down in customs. Of course. And he didn't have any money, so I like took care of him and his money. The guy was just, I had enough, right? So then we were backstage before the, the show's like the next night and we we're drinking with the troops and, the nice. guy, and I don't really drink that much and he's like, man, this guy, Adam's, he hooked up with the trannies and, the, and the, just saying all this stuff. What the he's fuck, gay. Dude. I'm like, really? I'm gay. So I took his hat and like put it over his his, his, his eyes. I'm like, "What's up, bitch? What are you gonna do?" So he, he, he lunges at me. I put him in, like an overhook and underhook and just hip tossed him, lateral dropped him. Like, nice. And I was like, "Who's gay now, bitch?" And I I, I like cocked back. And then the soldiers, there was like 30 of them, yeah, broke like, us up. Like, yeah. what are you doing? And I, I think I might have like destroyed some bottles or something. And then uh, this Sergeant Haggerty took us in this bathroom and he's like, what's wrong with you guys? You, need, you guys need to find Jesus. This is a, oh, a this is a, you guys are supposed to hear to lift our spirits and you're fighting. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to treat you like I, I treat my boys. I'm either going to take your money or punch you in the stomach. So we're like, punches us in the stomach. We had no money. Yeah. They yeah. so punch us both in the stomach. And I kept thinking like how many wrong turns did I make <laughs> to be in Djibouti Africa getting punched, <laughs> getting by, Sergeant punched by Sergeant Haggerty. Sergeant Haggerty. That's yeah. fucking
0: hilarious. Did you give a good jump by one of those? I, I wish I wish like they they were um they were pretty strict on us. Like there was a couple a couple times where we were allowed to resort to physical violence out in the field. Oh really? But, yeah. Just like, all right, well you two are just gonna fight it out. Like fucking do it like men fight it out and then it's done did you like, ever fight somebody no i didn't i broke a couple up wow <laughs> i broke a couple up i rear naked a kid like this is before i even trained jujitsu i was just watching i watched so much ufc before i went in that i like kind of understood it and i ended up like tackling this kid getting hooks and and taking his back and like throwing a choke in oh my god one of our sergeants came up he was like where'd you learn that uh, fucking watching
2: it on tv dude <laughs> like, that, that's how right, i nice that's, nice that's how i am with the kids on the wrestling team who like know jiu-jitsu i'm like uh where did you learn that um now what did you uh by the way what time were the fights on when you were there was it like a sunday at three or something or or a night before like i know like the time when i was over there and the, doing comedy it was always like the next i remember what i remember being in china and watching mayweather versus uh no mayweather versus mcgregor at like noon yeah. on a sunday yeah, yeah
0: they <sighs> i'm trying to think i mean we, i couldn't even watch it when i went to iraq it was like it was after the military but it, it would have had to been like it's 12 hours so yeah, it had to yeah. be like seven in the morning six yeah, in the morning is, we didn't have any cable though so oh, you come couldn't come watch, watch it fights. no it sucked so masvidal, like cement huts. masvidal
2: and pettis are gonna <laughs> grapple on june 15th in florida
0: I saw uh, that. I'm uh, I'm surprised that the UFC lets them like do. I mean, I guess it's just like tr- like they're training, so it's not like they're going to get hurt any more than, who wins than They would training. I don't. I don't really know much about Masvidal's grappling. Like he's not really known to be a, a grappler, right? Like he, Neither he has Pettis some ground. Though, and really. pa- yeah, Pettis is a black belt in jiu Yeah, and he has like submission wins over some pretty good Benson Henderson. Um, who else? He had an arm bar against somebody else too. Like, he's slick. So it'll be interesting to see it's always fun to see MMA guys when they go to, to straight grappling because they're so like methodical with their grappling. Like they don't give up anything. It's like wrestling almost. Like John Jones, when John Jones just grappled, he doesn't flow like a jujitsu guy would flow. Like it's very like, no, like you're not doing this. I'm gonna fucking is, is stay
2: that almost here. because they're afraid, like they're so used to not putting themselves in a position where they can get punched? Exactly,
0: exactly. Well, and also just not giving up any like you're not going to give up any little battle to win the war type of thing. Where in jiu jitsu, it's like, all right, I have something locked in, it doesn't matter if I give up the position because I'm ultimately going to get the submission from here, right? Technically, you're not supposed to do that, but if you know you have it, then by the way, Gary Tonin's win (laughs) in
2: 1FC now. A lot of people were arguing on uh, the MMA Underground about this, which I, I, love, I love just like kind of lurking on that and seeing what people are arguing about. And some people were saying, you know, heel hooks are now or knee bars or heel hook or knee bar or it's a heel, hook. A heel yeah. hook are underused in MMA. Other people were saying, yeah, you guys are just saying that because Gary did that against this guy. But try that against a, a high level wrestler. Right. You're going to get he would, he, would, he would get rocked in that
0: situation. I, what, what do you think? Um, for Gary Tonin, he can heel hook people all day, like go for that all day. Cause it was a, like the entry was beautiful. It was a, it was a traditional like single leg, a snatch single leg. And then he just inverted it and went straight to the leg, which like, that's what those guys are known for. I would not r- recommend leg locks to like most MMA guys. Like so if you're like not a three fucking guys. leg lock expert, like yeah. the only other guy that did it was Paul Harris was right. knee bar and everybody. And, and, you and that's what they people. were saying about yeah. Paul
2: Harris was getting, eventually was getting caught with that. He, he was well, cause people
0: caught on to it and his was very traditional, like the same thing over and over and over. It was like from a grappling standpoint, the, the thing about Gary Tonin's win this last time was it was so quick. Yeah. It was like, single to now you're getting heel hooked i'm I'm very curious to see it was just boom i'm really excited to see
2: ryan uh hall against darren elkins yeah because i just want to know if like ryan hall is another guy who yeah he beat bj penn but this is not bj penn (sighs) and uh he beat gray Maynard, but that was not the same gray Maynard that frankie edgar um so who is he really beaten that's
0: uh, you know he beat uh, Artem Labov. Yeah, who, he hasn't really beaten. I mean, he hasn't really beaten anybody. But people are so scared to fight him. It's oh, like, of
2: course, and I'm not saying he. he Bobby I'm not saying he wouldn't beat like so many of these great fighters. But I just want to see if this works. And Darren Elkins yeah. is a guy who was a five time two oh. champion wrestler who could take a pounding. Yeah, I mean, but he can
0: take. I mean, it's damage, you know. But he, Dam- but Darren damage.
2: Elkins is also a guy that, that gets himself in
0: bad positions a lot. He does and, and, and grits it out. But who knows with like that type of fighter? Because he gets in bad positions with like strikers a lot, where he'll just let himself get beat up. Not so much like letting people sit on top of him and, and pound away, you know. So, at which Ryan Hall's not even going to do. He's going to be hunting submissions. Some the people whole night. are, are so, saying
2: they're worried for Ryan Hall's life in this one because, I mean, if it kills on, on the feet, I like Elkins right. all day. Yeah,
0: yeah, all day, all day. But I mean. I think he'll be fine because his self defense is so good. Like Ryan Hall is ultimately concerned about like keeping himself safe. <laughs> if you watch how he fights, he's not fighting to like, oh, I'm gonna prove that I'm a badass. Dude. I'm gonna like beat this guy. No, it's like I'm gonna stay the fuck away from you and kick you with like these little. flip kicks so And then try but,
2: to. And I love that kind of shit because I'm always like, you know, I like when, watching fighting. Askren or one of these guys where like, hey, if he, if it wins, but it does look like. Someone's playing a video game for the first time yeah. and just keeps going for that same move over
0: and over again. Like, but it's like, okay, well then do something, you know, like, yeah. like it's the same thing. Like when people would, would talk about Wonder Boy being bored, like, well then do then beat him, you know, like beat it. Which Pettis did. Which did. did yeah. beautifully. I'm telling you, it's been a bad month for karate. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Boy,
2: MVP, and Sage Northcutt. All oh, got, sage, in the last oh, two months, sage. this whole keeping your distance with your hands low has not been good for karate. No. Uh, no. Or me. Or well, <laughs> well, I just, look, I mean, that those things, like basic fundamentals, the first day you walk into a yeah. boxing gym, they're going to tell you, put your hands up, protect yourself all the time. Yep. And then certain guys are just so fluid. Those Roy Jones, those, those Anderson Silva type guys. The MVP, they could put their hands down and do everything wrong, and get away with it. Yep. Until they can't. Exactly. And uh, says Northcutt, I don't know what one FC. Are they trying to prove that M- that UFC guys suck? <laughs> Who knows, man? Because it's <laughs> like
0: it, I don't know. My I was talking with my roommate, who's a huge like MMA like fan and very knowledgeable, um, and he was like, somehow the UFC always gets it right. They always get it right in where they let guys go and like immediately they lose. Or like, but is that but have a whatever fight in the promotion they go to? And it's like, but is that making them look good or bad? No, I think it's making them look good because they're getting rid of these guys on the roster. They're like, oh, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, but don't you don't think away. that,
2: but you don't think that like their champions getting knocked out in one round or Eddie Alvarez, who, uh, who was the UFC champion, getting knocked out to some.
0: Russian guy uh is making them not look like I mean I think Well it's just, yeah, but we I mean remember Connor like pieced him up and changed him as a man. So it could be like it, yeah, but he beat Justin, just like all right yeah, just, but he beat Dustin just Poirier
2: after that. No, not Poirier. He beat uh Gaethje after that. True. I mean he wasn't completely True. dead. But he lost to Poirier, but this
0: last i mean this it was it just did not look it just but Northcote wasn't uh, beating the MMA elite i mean he, he No he had, i mean he was never a, i think he was one of those like they took a not a gamble like he obviously made the ufc some money and it was a smart move but i think, I think they think were it having, was just they realized like eh, this guy's not going to be the star we thought he was so we might as well sell him high <laughs> and you know and that's were, what they did they were having
2: they were probably having tough times like i know i know shelby especially like has tough times getting certain guys' fights because he, um, you know, like the guy like Northcutt or even like a guy like uh, Sean O'Malley, who's like upside is like so much. Stoner, funny looking, tattooed. Fucking amazing fighter. Amazing, but (laughs) we haven't seen him against a wrestler yet. Right. Uh, He's got a good fight coming up against a guy from, uh, he's fighting somebody really good. Um, Ooh, I didn't know this. The guy out of Oyama's gym. A Mexican dude, or not Mexican? He's a... oh oh oh, uh, uh, Chido Vera. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be a tough fight for uh, O'Malley. That's gonna off, be like, a
0: great fight, especially. I mean, yeah, coming off what? A year, A year yeah, and change. Taking
2: steroids, like what? That that shocked me, because he got popped or something. Oh, wasn't like,
0: it a taint, I mean, wasn't it like a tainted supplement?
2: Yeah, but it was still like he. I didn't know he was taking supplements. That guy. I mean, he looks like you know Screech McGregor. That Screech fucking?
0: McGregor. Yeah, he just got his purple belt in jujitsu. Congrats, Sean O'Malley. Um, so well, that's a yeah, that's a banging fight. That's a banging fight.
2: I hope O'Malley. Because he's scrappy,
0: man. Like I've watched, I've, wa- I've watched him train. I follow him on Instagram and stuff. And like his ground is legit.
1: <coughs>
0: is it Excuse legit? Me. He's legit because he knows how to scramble. He knows how to use like. The thing that a lot of people do in jujitsu, the mistake they make, is like just trying to learn everything instead of what works for them. And I mean, I did it too, like where you're just like, oh, I want to learn this fucking rubber guard and this blah, 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 and this, which is great to have every as much as you can in your arsenal. But at at some point, you have to have like, Five or six really good weapons that you have, and they're just dialed in. Same with wrestling. It's the that, exact same thing with wrestling. But exactly, and that, can, that doesn't have to be a submission. It can be a sweep. It can be a, a scramble, like a position that you know you can create a scramble and end up on top or end up back on the feet, you know, stuff like that, where it's like, all right, worse comes to worse. I can pull this out, and it's going to work for me. Now in Muay Thai, and he has that.
2: Muay Thai, we're learning elbows from standing. Nice. Like, well, like, like basically, a guy parries your parries your jab, mm-hmm. come back with a, a back elbow kind of thing, and then also, uh, I didn't even know this is an actual move where you just go like this and just like this. Dude, the Matt kinda, Brown elbow. Yeah, the, the Matt, Matt Brown, Brown elbow. like
0: like vertical forearm where yeah. you just shove it in their face.
2: Right, but like it was one of those things where I learned it, and then I, and then I watched like thirty guys
0: do it. Uh-huh.
2: I, but I, I never even noticed well, it's they were Something you don't that.
0: see a lot too. You're not going to see it because, like in MMA especially, it just looks like they're colliding. Yeah, that's exactly what but it looks like, like. When you slow it down, you'll actually see that arm coming up and like contact being made, like on a forehead or a chin. And it's like it's not the point, so it's not going to cut them, but it fucking sucks. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was. I'm really enjoying this. Uh, the Mu- Muay Thai. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Light sparring is a little annoying because like. Uh, you know, you kind try to go really light, but then like it's hard to sometimes go light. A guy goes a little harder, and you're like, you want to give him a, yeah. a uh, give him a receipt, as they call it in wrestling.
0: Yes. Grant,
2: Grant Dawson, how's it going? You're on the MA Roasted Podcast. Hey, what's up, guy? What's going on? It's me and Tyler Smith. Congrats on your recent win. That was awesome. Woo! Thanks. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You were a pretty big underdog going into that fight. What's that? You were a pretty big underdog going into, going into that fight.
1: Uh, I was at first, but at the end, I think when we actually stepped in the cage, I think I was the favorite.
2: Oh man, I mean, it was it was a great fight for you. Uh, It was. Now, were you rocked at all? Because it seemed like uh, in the second round he tagged you a little bit, and it seemed like you were a little hurt. But I don't know if you really were hurt. So, were you hurt?
1: (laughs) No, I mean, no. The punch itself hurt, yes, but I was like he just kept hitting me. He had a really stiff jab, and like popped my neck backwards it was one of those weird things where i was coming in and he was jabbing me at the same time it looked a lot worse than it actually was but he did cut me over my eye my eyes my eye is swell- swollen shut today
2: uh yeah so you're not you weren't out on your feet because the announcers were saying you were out on your feet and uh <laughs> i i think you watched the wrong fight <laughs> okay that's that's good that's good no man it was awesome i was so proud of you man uh Now, was that your plan the whole time, take him down and submit him? Or were you trying to – would you think maybe you're going to knock him out standing or what?
1: So James uh, did a lot of work with him on the show because he was on The Ultimate Fighter. And uh, the game plan going in, we knew he was going to stuff a lot of takedowns. Excuse me. Uh, We knew he was going to stuff a lot of takedowns. But the game plan round one was just to get his legs tired. Uh, You notice whenever I quenched on him, I really just hung on him just like in wrestling. I really just made him carry my weight. That was really the whole uh, goal for round one. And then at the end of the round, the first round, when he stood back up, because I got a takedown at the end of the round, he stood back up, and I saw his wet legs wobble, and I see that a lot in practice because I'm used to hanging on people a lot. And I knew, I, was, I knew if I didn't finish him in the second, I was going to finish him at the beginning of the third.
2: Dude, I was so proud of you, man. Uh, first of all, I know, I, you from, I know you're from Missouri coming to the show. I know you. Now, you saw about that, that hot girlfriend or what?
1: Of course. Are you uh, kidding me? I'm fifty grand richer. She ain't leaving me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you got that hot, very nice, hot girlfriend fighter. Now, what did you do? Did you after in Rochester? Did you go out for some a, a garbage plate, or did you party in Rochester?
1: No, we uh, we had an early flight, so we kind of just went uh, back to bed. But it kind of sucks because my teammate had a room next to us, and he had like fifty people in there, and they were all drunk and being really loud so we didn't even get the sleep we were trying to get oh. so that kind of sucked but
0: uh well at that no, point you just get well. up we, we had
1: an early flight so we're we're celebrating today actually
2: yeah and then now did you did you know you were gonna get, gonna get the 50
1: grand no I had no idea I, even after the fight I cause there were four uh the first four fights were all finishes and that's never happened before on an undercard where all four fights were finishes so I and I I didn't think there was any chance especially a couple of the fights later, I thought were really exciting. So I figured uh, I figured we'd have to catch the next one, but we got it, and I ain't complaining.
2: No, and now now with that money, are you are you gonna buy a mansion in uh, Missouri?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking at buying a house. I, I really? I am. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for I mean, that's you. A, yeah, that's I've, a I've lived fat in uh, a fighter house that we have uh, for five years now, five and a half years, and uh, so I finally have the money. And uh, I'm, I'm going to buy my own house. That's great. Awesome. So you're
2: not sleeping with your parents anymore in like their bed?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't live with my parents. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, congratulations, man. That's I live fucking with, awesome. I kind of live with James since he owns the house. It's kind of like I live with James. Oh, so
2: God. My <laughs> Wait, so your trainer is, is also your landlord?
1: Yep. Oh, my God. So
0: he understands when you don't have rent, right?
1: <laughs> Fuck. I've uh, never had late rent for that reason.
0: Nice. Now,
2: now <laughs> smart one, man. Now, what are your thoughts? I know this might be a sensitive subject, but look, I'm a, I'm a big Megan Anderson fan. I, I was a fan of her back when her first fight in Invicta. I've always been a fan of hers. Uh, what do you think went wrong, man?
1: I'm I am for sure super biased since Megan is a very close friend of mine and my teammate, obviously. But. And, and I don't care what anybody says, she is so much better than that girl. Uh, I think that, that Megan knocks that girl out 10 times out of 11. And uh, th- I think that it was one of those, you know, she won't make excuses, but I will for her. Like, it was one of those, she just had an off night and Felicia had an, uh, the best night she's going to have, you know. Um, again, I'm biased. I train with both of them, but I think... I'm a way better wrestler than Felicia, and I have trouble getting Megan down. So I think it was just one of those got caught in a scramble and just couldn't put it together. Everybody, I say this all the time: everybody is allowed an off night, and if you happen to have an off night in a fight, it happens. And I think she just had an off night. Again, I'm biased, but
2: no, I'm I have here. I have an off night every other show, <laughs> so uh, I, I know exactly what you're saying.
0: Do you think? Uh, do you yeah. think it could be one of those things where she was just like so confident that when one little thing went wrong, it's like, wait, like, this isn't supposed to happen right now, like, and and it just took, like, her out of the fight?
1: You no, know, I, I actually don't. Um, I, you know, I didn't tell her this, but in my own head, I thought that, you know, that was a, a very good fight for her and a very, you know, fight where she was going to walk her girl in my head. She was taking the fight like it was the toughest fighter. Like, I mean, man, you should have seen her training regimen. Like she's going with the best grapplers in our gym. She's going with me. She's going with these big, you know, these men, 55ers and 45ers that are really good grapplers to get ready for this. She took everything to previous year. She did not look over foolish at all. Wow. You know, I am telling you guys, I think it was one of those, it happens. It's yeah. One of those off nights. And, and that's, that's okay. Like you got to realize that she's fighting some of the best girls in the world. like, you're going to have off nights. Like, that's okay. Like her. Uh, Three fights in the UFC have been against all studs, you know, black belts, uh, high-level strikers, high-level college wrestlers. All three of her fights have been against studs. So... you're going to have off nights when you fight that kind of competition.
0: Right.
2: Well, I mean, well, the good news is now she's ranked down, yeah, after that loss, she's now number two, because there's only three girls in that division. <laughs> like, this, I mean, this, she really didn't, yeah. I mean, who is this, her cyborg and that girl, there's really no other 145-pounders in that division other than Kazangano. At least somebody. she has
1: job security.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. I mean, they're not going to cut her. Um, but they're trying to talk about that other girl fighting cyborg already, and I don't think that's a good idea.
1: You know, it's I mean, never a good idea to fight someone. <laughs> yeah. Who else is there?
2: I know. Now, did, were you able to, um, after the, your fight, go out and like watch the other fights?
1: Yeah, uh, they have a they have a green room, so that you're actually not allowed to leave backstage uh, and go out and see your like fans or anything like that. So they put us in this green room where they just have like pizza and. and <laughs> Uh, ice cream and stuff and you they just have a giant TV and you just watch all the fights That's so awesome. I got to see all of them and then they have TVs in the locker room so I, got, I, I, I saw everything fight
2: not, my, my, my goal is to one day not fight but be in that green room yeah. uh, now, pizza's only for
0: the winners that sounds, that
2: sounds amazing <laughs> now we were talking about Thanks, Kev-
0: oh it's my favorite part
2: we are talking about Kevin Lee and how Kevin Lee is such a talented guy and like he's one of those guys that like if you played him in a video game and like 1 to 10 wrestling, 1 to 10 striking, 1 to 10 jiu-jitsu. He'd be like 8 to 10 in almost everything. But for some reason, he seems to fade in the third. do uh, you think it's a cardio thing or a mental thing or what?
1: It's for me, I think it's a it's a, a a pacing thing. I think that he's so good at what he does, but the reason why he's so good at it is he's able to do it so fast. Like he's not doing anything that is like out of the ordinary. He's one, two, double leg, you know, like he's shooting doubles and sink, like really basic stuff. But the thing is he does it so fast and so strong and powerful that it worked and it should work. You know, you're a wrestler, you know, the basics win matches, win uh, fights. The problem is when he does it that fast and that uh, explosive, you slow down. It doesn't matter uh, how good your cardio is. Over 25 minutes, you're going to slow down. Michael Chandler is the same way. Michael Chandler doesn't do anything special, but I believe he's one of the best in the world because he can do it so fast and react so fast to things. The issue is you slow down. It's just, it's nature. You know, you can't do something that long that fast. And I think Kevin Lee's problem is he doesn't know where to rest. Um, uh, People talk about my cardio all the time. I think my biggest advantage over these people is I know how to work while resting. You know, when it looks like – when you're carrying all my weight and it looks like I'm working really hard, I'm actually just holding on to you and, and resting my luck. Does that make sense?
2: Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that's jiu-jitsu
0: you saying? <laughs> that's jiu-jitsu and yeah. wrestling. I mean it's – like, It's basically top wrestling. Yeah, yeah, um, it's top wrestling. Make, make them work harder than you're working and, like, now, just wait it exactly. out. Yeah. Now,
2: one of the most exciting guys I've seen in my life was that guy on the undercard, that guy from Brazil – have you seen that? You didn't watch you on car, right? Oh, Michelle uh, Pereira. <laughs> yeah, Michelle <laughs> He's Pereira is my new favorite. He's like my new my new guru. You see? Did you see that guy? I think it was like right after your fight.
1: Uh, he threw the the knee and then that overhand to get that knockout. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then he was doing like flying cartwheels and like somersaults, yeah. Uh, like. Yeah, I did see that. He's exciting. How do you train for a guy like that, though? I mean, you just you just bring in the, like the barnum and bailey circus or like i mean how do you how do you train for a guy like that
1: man if i was if i was uh fighting him uh the first thing i would do is, is just clinch you, I mean, you gotta get those guys that have that kind of explosiveness and that wild style you just got to get a hold of them you got to remember that fancy striking techniques go out the window when you're connected if we're connected it's really hard to do anything oh, unheard of right you can't really spin or jump if, if we're connected. So that's what I would do. And then round two and three, when he's a little more worn down is when I would start opening up. And that's how I would fight. Now, over. how
2: are you it's so 95. brilliant in fighting, yet you, you got left back six times in high school? Uh, how did the, like, how,
0: Why do you think you're so brilliant in fighting? Like
2: you're, right? Weren't <laughs> you like, you're like ADHD off the charts
1: what, I, I, what the question?
2: Isn't your ADHD off? I'm saying you're so brilliant when it comes to fighting and breaking down fights, but you like got left back nine times in the fourth grade. Uh, this is like this is this is crazy. Yeah.
1: Right? Can you hear me? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm having trouble. Your your your, your uh, tone is like breaking up. I can't quite understand you. I'm sorry.
2: All right. Okay. Well, uh, can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> yeah. Go ahead.
2: I was gonna say like. I like. I, I read that you got left back twelve times in the fourth grade, but yet when it comes to yeah. when it comes to breaking down fights, you're an absolute genius.
1: Correct. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at reading. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's my, I'm dyslexic. Uh-huh. So, and for your information, I only got held back 11 and a half times. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. 12 is a little excessive. And by the
2: way, if anybody wants to know, he asks me to roast him all the time. He's always like, when are you going to roast me? When are you going to roast me? So please don't think that I'm picking on the great Grant Dawson. Um, but yeah, when it comes to fighting though, is it, you think maybe it's just what you're interested in? Because I always think that, you know, you, you, you take a kid and you just put him in something he's interested in and he's a freaking savage guru. But when it comes to maybe he's not into the history or algebra or something else, he he's getting Cs and Ds.
1: I absolutely agree with that. I think that, so for one of the things, I had ADHD, and uh, it's really hard for me to pay attention for stuff, right? But the thing that they don't tell you about ADHD uh, and ADD and all that stuff is when you find something that you absolutely love, it, it helps you hyper-focus. Like, because it's... For once you can actually focus on something because you absolutely enjoy it and love it. So that's like my whole life. Like when I'm not I, I truly believe that I watch more MMA film than ninety percent of the population, including fighters. I watch when I get done with training, I watch video after video after video over everything. I've seen every champion. I know most of the weight classes like the back of my hand. Uh, it's because I love the sport so much. If you Just put people into things that they love. They will find ways to be good at it or find ways to learn more about it. You know, I think the problem is this is just in life. I think people are settling for stuff that they hate, like desk jobs and, you know, like just work where they don't enjoy their life and and they never grow as people or grow as, you know, human beings. And that's that's an issue.
2: Dude, I think that um, after fighting, you could have a public speaking career. And talk and go from school to school inspiring kids because uh, you're honestly, you're, you're, you're a case study of what it's like to like a kid that, you know, the system was giving up on. And now the, the system gonna, failed. And the kid's going to be a world champion pretty, pretty soon, dude. I honestly think you're, you're opening up a lot of eyes right now, Grant. I mean, you just beat the ultimate fighter champion. That guy beat a lot of guys. Uh, that was a yeah. tough season. And you made it look easy. Good for you, hey, man. man. I
1: appreciate that. That means a lot to me. It's
2: true. And the guy had like three feet on you. Was it hard fighting a guy so tall?
1: <laughs> my last fight was against a six foot one guy. So oh this was, this was a, this, I, I literally, I specifically went to 145 so I could fight shorter people. <laughs> and everybody that I have fought has been my height or taller. <laughs> Bull crack.
2: Now, who's That's the guy you funny. called? I don't, I don't even know the guy you called out. Who's the guy you called out?
1: His name is uh Shane Young. Uh he's from um, uh I think he's from Australia, but uh he his only he's two and one in the UFC and his only loss is to Alexander oh, that uh, guy. Volkanovsky. Yeah,
2: and yeah. he oh, is yeah, yeah. uh
1: good if you didn't know. Alexander's pretty good. But like. he has a pretty good uh he has a pretty good following outside the US and so I thought a win over him would bump me up again. And I just think he's an exciting fight. I think that...
2: Right, and then, uh, that,
1: he comes to fight, and I come to fight, and I think that would make a really good fight for and, the, the fans. But,
0: and free trip to New Zealand. But yeah,
2: but nothing against Shane Young or this guy, who's probably an amazing fighter. But why not call someone out in the top five or six? Because it, like, if you you call out Shane Young, even me, who have a, I have an MMA podcast, and I was like, who? But if, but if you call out Volkanovski or or one of these guys at one forty five, don't you think that that would even if you like Aljamain Sterling or or like one of these, don't you think that would kind of lift your profile?
1: Because I get paid the same whether I'm fighting Shane Young or Alexander Volkanovsky. As soon as my contract uh, gets renewed, then I can act... The more more lower-level guys that I fight, uh, once my contract is up and I call out for somebody big, I'll get paid to that level. And it's not about the money for me, but it is about being able to put the money into my camp. If I fight... You know who, like a top fifteen guy. I want to bring in seven training partners that are just like him, and seven guys that can. You know, like the higher the fight, the the harder the camp. The harder the camp, the more money you need. Does that make sense? It does not. Ty- Again, it's not about the money for me, but it's about making my camp better. So you got to work your way up.
2: Tyler's shaking but, his head. If yes.
1: If I said that now, being two zero in the UFC, I'm pretty sure everybody would just laugh at me.
0: Nah, I don't know, Tyler. What what are your thoughts? I think that's. Uh brilliant and like it's a layer that most people wouldn't even think of um but also like why not why not fight guys that you know you can beat make your money get paid and then start calling out people like make a name for yourself a little bit and then call yeah call out a top five guy i think it's fucking genius dude
2: now what's up with that guy out of your camp who's a, a great fighter but then he's like he's always smoking pot or doing wwe wrestling He's on The Ultimate Fighter, the season with Juliana Pena, and those, what's his name? <laughs>
1: uh, uh, Anthony Gutierrez. Yeah, gu- yeah, what's up with Gutierrez? What's, what's, I haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, he's, he's just, I think he's on a five-fight win streak right now. Um, I think he's trying to get signed to a, a bigger promotion right now. But for a while, he was, he was doing the, the pro wrestling stuff, and he just wanted to fight for fun. And then he started, like, racking up wins against, you know, decent guys. And it's like, hey, you know, maybe I can do this MMA thing again. But uh, he was doing uh, – he, like, he loves the pro wrestling stuff, man. And I went to uh, one of his pro wrestling matches, and they were beating the crap out of each other. Like, he got thrown out of the ring and landed on concrete on his face. And I was like, this is – Stupid, and I fight for a living. <laughs>
2: no, I like the I, Gutierrez. I've always liked him. I think he has unlimited potential. <clears throat> I'm happy to taking it seriously because he's he's a guy that you would like probably be like, "Whoa, man! If that guy got it together, he he could be champion of something." He's right. one of those guys that like if he, you just you know, bro. I'm
1: telling you, he is good. He's way better than he thinks he is. If he if he like would realize how good he is for the level of of training that he does. And and realize, like, hey, if I went balls to the wall all out like I used to, he would be so much – like, his potential is endless, I think. Yeah. And he is my friend, and I like him a lot, so maybe I'm a little biased, but – His his potential is endless. I just wish he could see that, you know? He's so
2: funny, too. I asked him if he ever hooked up with Megan Anderson. He goes, no, man, that's one tall tree to climb. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a tall glass of water, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: And then Megan heard it and started laughing, like this fucking idiot. That is so... (laughs) He's not wrong. No, no, she is is super tall. I, I, I could, honestly, she would... Intimidate the hell out of me, but like you know what, I would think that most guys she would, so I would be like, "Fuck it," I would, I would be like not. Bit, yeah, yeah, balls to the walls. So yeah, shoot your
0: shot. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it.
2: So when's your uh, your we, girl? Now is, is your girl fighting anytime
1: soon? Uh, she's coming off an ACL injury, and she oh. actually just started training again last week. So she's trying to. She hasn't. She's not cleared to spar yet. Dude, once she gets cleared to spar, she'll, she'll fight. But I do think she'll fight at least once this year. Dude, I met his girl at the
2: comedy show, right? She's this little nerdy girl with glasses that you're like... She's like, hi, I'm a fighter. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I go on her Instagram. She's got a fucking eight-pack. She's all sexy, like ass cheeks for days. I'm like, Jeez. what the hell? This is like a, one of the... I felt like it was, I was in one of those Marvel comics, like Jessica Jones or something. Yeah. Like,
1: This is crazy. Captain Marvel? Yeah, she's jacked out of her mind.
2: Yeah, right. And you would never know it. Like, You look, look like, a, like a librarian. And then Yeah. Next, I'm like, yes.
1: this is, this is <laughs> crazy. She told me, because that night you said, you were like, you look like you're 12. What are you doing here? And uh, I didn't mention that she was a fighter at that time. And we were walking back to the car, and she was like, you could have told them that I fight too. And I was like, oh my, uh. sorry. Right,
2: my bad. She's adorable. She's a little, I mean, she's Jack. She's like lifting up cars on <laughs> like it. Like, I'm just like, what is,
0: is crazy? Dude, sometimes it's those compact. I used to date a gymnast and like that compact, like, muscle it's weird like it's it's freakishly strong because you don't expect it out of the tiny frame but it's like holy shit like you can actually yeah. like no and they're you can like, move they've been together for like
2: five years
0: and he's had
2: like 37 odd jobs like valet parking and doing this and that and teacher and working at an old folks home right you right all right when you were at an old folks home at one point
1: yeah, it was my last job. I was uh, I washed dishes and uh, fed people in the nursing home.
2: Yeah, nice. and then the fact that like you are where you are, man. I, Grant uh, Dawson,
0: American hero.
2: Yeah, yeah. he's one. I'm one hundred percent impressed by you, man. So keep up the good work. Have a great week. Buy that house, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, brother.
1: Thanks for having me. You know, I love uh, I love being on the show. Make fun of me more on social media, please. I, I will. I
2: promise. <laughs> I promise. Take care, Grant.
1: I know it's pretty hard to make fun of somebody so perfect. Of course. Yeah.
2: Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Take care, brother. Take it as a challenge. I, I will. I promise. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Adam. Take care. That was Grant Dawson.
0: Smart kid, huh? Smart. Real fucking smart. Especially when it comes to fighting. But like, even that, con- like, that contract thing is like something you would actually have to sit and think about. Like, yeah. Yeah, obviously the first thing in your head would be like, Alright, call out somebody big, let's get a big fight. That's but what he's I would like, do. No, fuck that. Like if I'm gonna be fighting a big guy, I'm gonna be getting paid for it. Like, I'm not gonna fight he's probably what is he getting on a normal fight? Fifteen? Like fifteen and fifteen? Yeah. Why are you gonna fight why are you gonna fight him for, but then there's for the other fifteen thing when like, you can fight him for fifty in then, a year? But then you there's know?
2: A, like what if I but if I lose to an, an unknown guy
0: versus if I lose to a top three guy true it, there's that i always say for the new guys like, coming in for I the new I'm guys losing? coming in like if you're already in or if you get that call up is where the money is that's when the ufc treats you right when it's a stepping up at the last minute to one of those guys that's ranked way higher than you win or lose you're getting another three fights now is, you know, he, like, is he
2: on a looking for a fight contract did they give him like ultimate fighter contracts i know he was a looking for a fight guy
0: um, or Dana by contender guy. No, I think I think the contender. I think it's just a regular like a regular contract, but it's going to be the same. Like it's going to be lower than than yeah. um like probably let's say if you just like fought your way into it. The you contender know what will I mean? be lower, you think? I think so. Hmm. Maybe it'll be more because they're they're making money off the show, so it's probably going to be a little more media f- following when you come in. So it's probably a little more actually. Crazy. I mean, I like the contender, but it's there. still not. Yeah, I mean, it's still not like even compared to boxing. It's oh. it's not. It's nothing. Like like fifteen grand for a for a fight, and then another fifteen if you win. No, the so guy it's who like, got
2: knocked out by Wilder probably got a million dollars on Saturday. Exactly, yeah.
0: exactly, and got dead. Did you watch that fight? <sighs> Man. that Dude. was like it was like
1: it was it was even, it was even <laughs> I worse. Can't even think
2: of worse. It was even worse when they tried to interview him afterwards. And, I don't know why they do that. And the guy was like, I'm going home.
0: Yeah. I don't know why they, like, why interview the guy that just got his fucking brains rattled? In one round. You know? Yeah. flatline. Yeah.
2: They did. Like, it was weird, though, because he said, go. It wasn't a cheap shot like a Mayweather thing, but it was a really fast punch off the, off the break. It was
0: totally legit. I like, mean, yeah, but he set it up to, and like, he threw a jab and then, like, there was plenty of time. It's crazy. And though. the guy's hands were wide. Like, his face was just sitting there.
1: Yeah, it was bad. You know, it, was it, bad. Was, it was bad. It was
0: bad. Well, I mean, you know,
2: Deontay is a—he's a fucking murderer. So I watched it with my friend though, and Deontay—he was like wearing all that costume stuff, and then my friend was like, "What is this WWE?" And then when he took it off, he's like, "He's way scarier yeah. <laughs> without the costume."
0: <laughs> like the costume. Dude, he is man. He's fucking six ten, shredded like two hundred and forty pounds. But he's, he's, look, he is obviously really
2: good. Ooh. But his technique—he shows a lot of holes in his game. Like, like I, I wonder how he would do against Vladimir Klitschko in his prime.
0: I don't know. The Klitschko's like he was always so boring but he just had like a lightning jab and it's on a giant. So it's like his jab is is harder than my cross will ever be. His jab's probably harder than my <laughs> kick. You know, yeah. so like it's just he could just sit back and just fucking pick you apart with it. Yeah, I wonder if that's what would happen.
2: But Wilder is dangerous at all times.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. He carries that into the, into all 12 rounds. So if he's just getting jabbed and he knows, all right, I'm just getting jab, 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 he's going to start throwing heat in round six, seven. That's crazy. So what, what do you got coming Not up? Not that he doesn't throw heat already. Um, LA Open, NABJJF, LA Open, June 22nd, 23rd. I think it's at Cerritos... Cerritos College, somewhere down there. Are you cutting uh, weight for the, it? No. I don't have to. What's the weight I'm, class? It's uh, middle weight, which for jiu-jitsu is 181 with the gi on and 177 no gi. And I'm probably like four pounds? 180 right now. Some gis are. I think they just most, mine is, mine's like four pounds. You can buy them down to like two pounds, but it's fucking you know, 200 bucks and you, you get th- two pounds off your gi. Like, just fucking work harder, man.
2: Do you guys cut weight <laughs> for these tournaments?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most, most of the time that's safe for the adult divisions. I'm in a master's. So it's like mostly hobbyists and like guys that are coaching, like we're out of our, our prime competing years. Now how many matches um, do you have to, do you usually get per tournament? It depends. Like some tournaments, especially now, like once you start getting up in belts, they'll be like, it'll be me and one other guy or like two other guys. Wow. So you're getting, I mean, it's a, it's a, You know, go till you you lose. So you get one guaranteed match.
2: What do you think is the most important martial art for fighting? Like a a 40-year-old guy like me? Wrestling.
0: Wrestling? But at 40, like, are you really going to want to learn the intricacies of (laughs) wrestling and also, like, tear your body apart like that? So
2: do you think Muay Thai is is pretty good? Because, like, every fight starts on their feet. I think,
0: yeah. I think Muay Thai, because Muay Thai has clinch and it has sweeps and takedowns. But would you throw a kick in a fight? Yeah, you Hell, will, like, Yeah, in
2: like a bar fight. Guy goes, like, let's go outside. Yeah,
0: like a straight oblique. I threw I've thrown a kick and I threw a, a teep in a hey, bar fight. This really? guy was like chasing me down. street. yeah, when I was working as a bouncer, I like brought him outside. He's a big fat guy and he's so sloppy that I was like, all right, we're on the street like I'm not going to punch you. But he started chasing me, just swinging these wild like haymaker, haymaker, haymaker. So I like backed up, backed up and just like teeped his chest. Hit him like right in the what solar happened? plexus and you just fell over. Because I just do collapsed. wonder, like I'm
2: taking Muay Thai now because I'm not <laughs> taking Jiu-Jitsu because I'm worried about my ACL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, but like I'm wrestling, I'm pretty good at wrestling, but I'm trying to think like, is this, uh, this Muay Thai that I'm learning, is this, would
0: this help me if I ever got into a fight? Elbows for sure. Elbows for I sure. I think the Muay Thai cover for like a street fight application, just a Muay Thai cover, step in and fucking elbow somebody in the face. Yeah. That's the way to go. Or clinch up and throw knees. But, but you wouldn't especially throw a, as a wrestler. But you wouldn't throw a low kick, would you? I would. I would. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> in a, in a why fight? not? Yeah, why not? You wouldn't worry about the guy. I know I can th- take a couple before I go down. So, like, <laughs> fucking, why not throw a low kick? See what he does. Would
2: you, now, would you throw a switch kick in a fight?
0: Yeah, I'd throw a
2: switch head kick. Really? Yeah. Why not? No, I think it's, I just wonder, like, uh, how
0: applicable this is to the actual fighting. I've seen switch head kicks thrown in street fights, like really? street fight videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You watch videos of like, there's one of this big dude, fucking like 300 pounds, and this guy's all roided out trying to fight him, and he's just like, he's a southpaw, and he just like waits till he steps in, throws a head kick, fucking knocks the guy out.
2: Because, like, jujitsu, like, some of the stuff we were learning, obviously, is very applicable for a fight. But then you'd, like, all right, we're going to start in the spider guard. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm, like, how often? Unless it's, like, a scramble on the ground. And it's and winter. It's winter. And you guys are wearing a fucking jacket. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, right. So I'm, like, well, this maybe, this. But I think in Muay Thai, I'm, like, I, I think I would do a lot of this stuff.
0: I oh, for I, sure. I just a, a one-two. Yeah, a one-two right uh, down the pipe. Like, I wouldn't throw a spinning wheel kick in a fight, probably. No. Well, most people, and also, this is the We're thing. Really so you things. always forget, like, because you start training and training and training, like, most people that you're going to get into a street fight with are not, not, guys that, way, are not guys that train. Yeah. Like, if they're being aggressive and want to fight, most likely nine times out of ten, they have no idea what the fuck they're doing and they're trying to be big and tough. So if you just step, fucking throw a one, two right at their face, like they're going to stop. And then grab, put them they're in a one high clinch,
2: just knee them in the Dude, head. Dude, there was a, the,
0: uh, the show that I fought on down in San Diego, they had another one on Friday and this guy fought, he was in like the co-main event, big fucking huge heavyweight. I think he was 300 pounds. They'd, they have like a super heavyweight yeah. limit and, um, he was unaffiliated was like his title. Like when they announced the gym, just unaffiliated fighter, he was just like some dude that wanted to fight. Just sign like, up. yeah. So he signed up and he got this kid that had been training for a year, lost a hundred pounds over like 18 months just through MMA and had been like training his ass off for this fight. And it showed this dude had no idea what he was like, no idea he had what he was doing. I talked to some of the guys that fought on the card yeah. Um. And they're like, dude, he was learning how to fight in the like backstage. Uh, There was like coaches like giving him pointers. He was asking people questions and stuff like, oh, what do I do this? Why are they not letting this happen? Well, because it's an amateur organization. (laughs) That's exactly why. All you have to do is apply for the license for the state, and you get fucking you sign the waiver, bro. (sighs) Like, and but like he got hit and immediately like immediately shut down. Like he turned away, turned his like turned his head, turned his back on the guy put his hand on the cage and the ref didn't stop it. And this dude just went boom, boom uh, and dropped him. And then he was sitting there like holding his face and crying. And like, it's like, dude, what did you fucking think was going to happen? You know, like, like I may not have done well, but like I went in there and I took my fucking ass whooping like yeah. a man. And it's like, yeah, I'm in a fight. Like it's, this is not was patty it like, cake. Like, was dude. it like
2: Brock Lesnar when he got hit? Sort of.
0: It was worse. It was worse. Like way worse. Way I mean, people worse. People
2: forget about that's how Brock reacts when he gets hit.
0: Yeah. He doesn't like it. No. But it was just the same. But, like, he won't do it from one punch. Like, oh, yeah. this dude got jabbed and was, like, s- visibly stunned. Like, wait, what? What? And then got jabbed again and then a one-two and was like, all right, I'm, I'm oh. over it. Was, it was, was, just it, st- like,
2: was he pledging like, of fraternity or something? Was this part
0: of the haze? I don't uh, know, dude. Because he wasn't, like, out. Yeah. Like you could tell he wasn't wobbly. He was just like, ah, "I don't like this." And this dude just and he turned and he was like, "All right, kid. Sorry. It Fuck was bad, yeah. dude." So what do you got coming bad. up? So I have the <laughs> I have the LA Open Jiu-Jitsu tournament. Um, just training for that. Got a I'm going camping for my birthday in June. But mm-hmm. that's a couple couple weeks away, so. Nice. Talk about it when I get back. There you go. Uh, listen, people, um, tomorrow
2: night, Tuesday, which uh, this will be out tomorrow, so tonight probably, I will be at the uh, the Dime Bar. That's my birthday comedy show. Uh, come through. Jeremy Pivens on the show. Jay Moore. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Uh, Chris Spencer. Some, some good people. Uh, Wednesday night at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. This weekend, the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Gen- it's uh, May 23rd to 26th. Avi Casino, June 7th. Ice House Comedy Club, June 8th. Comedy Cave in Calgary, June 11th to the 16th. Minnesota House of Comedy, June 19th to the 23rd. Stratosphere, Fight Week, July 1st to the 7th. Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, July 18th to the 26th. San Jose Theater Russell Peters, July 26th. MGM in Maryland, August 17th. Looney Bin Comedy Club in Little Rock, August 21st to the 24th. Thank you uh, for listening to the podcast. We'll keep... We'll keep it
1: up.
2: And uh you guys keep it up too. Take care. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Hey.